Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Residual Bulldog Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the number one skill every entrepreneur needs in order to succeed. Excited for this one. Let's get started. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Dan McKay, founder of the Residual Bulldog community, and uh, more excited than ever, really, to be in business. It is just so much fun right now, and I'm having such a good time. Um, opportunities are all over the place. The the ability to go out there and win in business is overabundant right now. So if you are new to entrepreneurship or if you have been struggling for a while, sometimes it is just a matter of taking a step back and making sure that you are going in the right direction. So that is not the topic of today's episode, but that's a message for you. Take something from that. Sometimes you need to step back. Look at where you are at. Look at what you've been doing. Have you been doing the same thing for a long time and it's not quite panning out? Maybe it's time you pivot. Maybe it's time you make some alter um, alterations to what it is that you are doing. And um, I promise you, right now, it is it is not the economy's fault if you are having trouble succeeding in your business. Um, sometimes you just need to change what you're doing a little bit. You know, I was a real estate entrepreneur for a long, long time, and we still have some real estate um, real estate deals that we do. But I mean, that was my only source of income. That was my only business for a really long time was real estate. But people always ask me, what do you do in real estate? I'm like, I don't know, whatever the market dictates, wherever we can make money. And that was that was an industry where I just knew how to pivot really, really well. And I used to always tell people, you can always make money in real estate. You just need to change what you're doing. Back when I first got started, you know, well, I mean, if you go all the way back when I was in college buying my first properties, I was just really getting lucky. I mean, it was just a no-brainer back then. Buy a house for $80,000 and lease it out for $1,600, make a whole bunch of money. That was simple. Anybody could figure that out. Um, but then after college, when prices were going up like crazy, I became a real estate agent because the commissions were ridiculous. I could walk down the block and trip over a seller of a house and make five, six, seven thousand $7,000. So as as we continued to do that, slowly sales started trickling off. I opened my own real estate brokerage and I realized, uh-oh, now everybody's going into foreclosure and there's all these short sales. It doesn't make sense. Become an investor. So we became an investor. We started flipping real estate. We started flipping properties. We were making $40,000 on the low end per deal that we were doing until eventually we got to a point where we were only making $25,000 because the mar the margins were shrinking. The deals weren't as good anymore, but now the deals in new construction were really good. And people were making sixty, eighty, dollars $100,000 in new construction. So what do we do? We pivot. And we did that. And we, we kind of moved around like that. So, um, so yeah, nothing to do with today's topic, but if things aren't going super well for you right now, maybe it's time to step back and pivot. And sometimes it's such a minor, minor little adjustment to your business that can get you where you want to go. Just a minor adjustment can take you from, you know, zero to 60 fast. So anyways, all right, short message for the day on that. Now I want to get down to what we're really, um, what I really wanted to talk about today and it is just that number one skill that every entrepreneur needs if they want to win and succeed. And that skill is, da -da -da, drum roll please, marketing. That That is it. It's super simple, but you need to get the skill of marketing down. If you don't have the skill of marketing down, you need to be able to have the conversations well enough to hire the right people. 
but it all comes down to marketing. I don't, I don't care if you're in real estate. I don't care if you're a network marketer. I don't care if you have a different home-based business. I don't care if you are a dentist, a chiropractor. It does not matter. If you do not know how to market, you are not going to win. You're certainly not going to be your category king. You're certainly not going to um, dominate your area and be the number one resource for what it is that you do if you um, don't do the proper marketing. So, you know, I've got I've got several friends around here that have brick and mortar businesses, a dentist, a chiropractor, and really their entire business comes down to their the successful ones comes down to their relentless pursuit of marketing and new business. There is not a school function that they will not write a check for. You cannot walk past a school event where all the kids are wearing their um, school t-shirts with on the back of it, it is sponsored by you know the local dentist or the local um, orthodontist, whatever. You can't go to a hockey game, and I live in Minnesota, so tons of kids' hockey games, all the kids' water bottles have the same orthodontist on it, Dr. Jennifer. Dr. Jennifer is everywhere. I've never personally met Dr. Jennifer, but I feel like we're best friends because I see her name everywhere I go around um, around my daughter's hockey teams. And actually, it's been around all the sports for years. So marketing. Marketing is the number one skill, whether we are doing it online, offline, wherever it is, how can we learn to start driving traffic? And it comes down to a few, you know, a few basic basic skills that or a few basic categories that you need to start filling up. One is driving traffic, two, giving them a message that makes them want to stick around, three, get them to convert. You know, what caused them to convert? So um, first, first and foremost, we need to do something that starts getting traffic. What brings them in? A lot of people default to paid Facebook traffic and Lord knows we have spent tons of money on Facebook traffic. That has not made sense for us, but we did it because we thought that's what we were supposed to do. Um, I personally am really scared of Facebook these days and I do believe that at some point it's not going to be the go-to source for getting traffic anymore. A lot of people still do to it, but it's getting more expensive. There's more rules coming out on a regular basis. They're under all kinds of criticism from the government and they're having to go to hearings and they're consistently changing their terms of service and it's making more and more difficult especially for those of us that were just hacking around for the professionals where that's their job they're in it full time every single day you know they're going to last the longest because they understand the rules and they can change faster than anybody else and they're going to see the changes quicker than anybody else but the old days of when I could go to a seminar and being a non-marketing person, a non-digital marketer, and just learning the basics of Facebook ads, like you can go and you can segment your audience by age and whether they are male and female and where they live and you can target them and you know the right people are going to see your ads. Those days are pretty much over for the, for the inexperienced person like myself to go set up those ads. You almost have to be a professional these days in order to go out there and really be successful with Facebook ads. And if you are, you know, there's still plenty of opportunity there. So we got to figure out our traffic. Now, what's that traffic source going to be? If it's if we're doing digital marketing, it could be Facebook, could be Instagram, could be YouTube. There's all kinds of different places to drive traffic and a lot of great ways to do it. Whether you're going into different groups. I mean, that's one of my favorite strategies. I know that's works for a lot of people I know is just going into other people's groups, providing value. 
Never ask people to come over to your thing. Just go provide value, and they will naturally come over to you. So as many places you can provide value as possible, it's going to do you well in the long run. That is 100%. So, and then providing a message that resonates with other people. And this is where the story comes in. So, um, you know, Russell Brunson always talks about, I go to a lot of their events, and I've been to a lot of the high-level ClickFunnels masterminds, but he always talks about hook story offer. It's kind of, it's always the same thing, hook story offer. So the hook is, how do you get your traffic to show up? The story, what kind of story can you tell? Um, there's a lot of different stories you can tell that are engaging and will cause people to listen. So no matter where you're at in your business, there is a story you can come up with. If you have done anything in your business, there is a story that you can come up with that can that can um, uh, resonate with people. But the, the most ideal story is going to be stories of people that you've already helped. So if you are network marketing, it's stories of people on your team that have already had success. If you are... Um, if you're in a different industry that's helping people, you know, make money or build a business, it is it's about that. What kind of success stories do you have out there? I was gonna say, what kind of stories would you put out there if you're a dentist? I'm not 100% sure. I've never done dental practice marketing. I know I have a lot of digital marketing friends that do do it, so I'm sure they're telling stories just the same way of how white we got Susie's teeth last Friday or whatever it is, or you know, so and so came in with a. Um, in need of a root canal and we were able to get it done that day. I don't know what those stories would be, but you could tell stories because at some point, the person who can relate to that story, the person that needs that service, the person who is in that exact same situation as the person who is in the story, the main character of the story is going to read that story. And when they do, where are they going to go? They're going to go straight back to whoever is offering that service. Hence, then you have your offer. So this stuff isn't rocket science. It's a hook to get people to read your stories and then as many stories as possible so eventually you um, connect the right story with the right prospect. And when you connect the right story with the right prospect, the offer and the sale almost become, um, almost become, you know, I don't want to say guaranteed, but they're pretty likely that they're going to happen. So within the industry of network marketing, that's such a big deal is going out there and collecting stories because you, there's all kinds of stories that are out there. And this is something that we're putting together right now for one of our businesses is that we just know that we need the stories from the different people. We need to get the right stories in front of the right people. If there is a nurse that was building her business part-time on the side and ended up replacing um, their income in two years, that story is going to resonate with somebody who's in a similar situation. When that person comes across that, that story, that becomes the most powerful sales pitch we can give that person. So when that person that resonates with that story with the nurse, they're not going to resonate with the story of the auto mechanic, or they're not going to resonate with the story of, you know, the dentist or the real estate agent who was already somewhat an entrepreneur and came out and was successful in the business. So we need to get we need to get the traffic there to listen to our stories and then ultimately provide an offer that is an absolute no-brainer. If we can show that person A and person B and person C were able to come in through stories and have success, this is how you can have success too if you're like one of those people and make an offer that is just irresistible. So um, and, you know, making an offer that's irresistible, I mean, I'm trying to stay broad and around all categories here. I don't want to... Um, pigeonhole into one one industry too much but what I can tell you the number one thing to making an offer is just provide more value than anybody else you don't need to be cheaper than them you just need to provide more value than anybody else 
and there are all kinds of different ways you can provide more value. You can always add additional informational type products. You can always add a different, uh, additional trainings. You can always add additional services. There's always different things you can do that are going to cost you little to no money that are going to add value to that person's life beyond what they can get from your competition. So hook, traffic, get them in the door, get them listening to the stories, and then make them an offer they can't refuse. Just like they said in The Godfather, we're going to make you an offer you can't refuse. I totally butchered that, but that's okay. It's only getting um, syndicated out to I don't know how many channels on podcast. But, um, you know, go out there, experiment with that. Think how you can improve and get better at your marketing. What else can you do to add value to people's lives? What other stories can you collect in order to resonate with more people? And how are you going to get more people to listen to those stories? So... All right, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this topic, though, and the best place to do that is over on Facebook. So please hop on over and like our page, join our groups, become a part of the conversation. If you got any value out of today's episode, um, I would love it and um, really, really appreciate it if you would rate it, uh, subscribe to it, and share it. Share it with uh, anybody else you think would benefit from it as well. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You have been listening to the Residual Bulldog Podcast, and uh, I can't wait. Can't wait for the next one. We'll talk to you then. Go out there, crush your marketing. Let's go. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.